Hello and welcome to episode 87 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn how to close down the year so that you go into next year fresh in a way that supports your sleep. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. What I've learned from having a sleep issue is that New Year can be a difficult time when you don't sleep well. In January, we tend to get bombarded with messages about getting stuck into new projects and the messages that we get is, okay, now we're refreshed from the holidays, it's time to be good, it's time to stick to a whole bunch of resolutions, it's time to get healthy, it's time to save more money than we did last year, it's time to take on this new amazing life all these kind of things that we're told that we should be doing. But if you have a sleep issue, it's likely that you're going to struggle to get into and then stick to this spirit of January, new starts, new things. And I'm not going to go into detail here why that is, because I already did an episode on that earlier in the year on what the science tells us about why a lack of sleep makes sticking to New Year's resolutions almost impossible. So do go and listen to that one if you haven't already to get the backstory of why. But suffice to say that if it's hard to stick to a resolution anyway, then having a sleep issue puts you at an extra disadvantage on top. And so what I've started to do is a simple strategy ahead of time in December to support my ability to get into the spirit of the new year. I'm going to explain to you the practical steps that I take in order to close down the year in preparation for the new year. And I've got to credit entrepreneur James Wedmore for explaining the principle on which this process is based and that principle is that before you start anything new, before you even allow yourself to think about anything new or get excited about anything new, you have to clear out something old. Now obviously I'm sure he's not the first person to say this but it's the person who said it to me in a way that like made the logic just so astounding life-changing because it is so simple yet most of us don't do it. Most of us when we want to start something new we work out what we need to do and then we attempt to start it and New Year's resolutions are a classic example. We work out okay right great in January I'm going to go for a run three times a week and then we just start trying to fit the run in to our existing timetable that we brought over from last year. We never sit down first and think okay, what have I got to stop doing in order to create the time to do three runs a week? And where am I going to get the energy from when I've got my sleep issue to do these three runs? But if we don't do that, the consequences are kind of logical as well, because if we keep on adding stuff to our plate, then every time we want to do something new, we just end up with more stuff to do, more stuff, more stress, less energy, less time. But we only have a finite amount of time and energy. So obviously then we're at risk of adding things into our life to the point where we run out of time and energy. And then when you have a sleep issue, this complicates matters because not sleeping depletes our energy and our willpower and all the other stuff that I talk about in the previous episode. So then we struggle more than most people. So 
the bottom line is we don't want to go into January, bring our timetable from December, bring our life from December and then add more things in. Before we even get to that, we have to clear out the old. Now, even if it's not our intention to start new resolutions in January, that's fine. I still always close out the year anyway, because then I'm ready just in case, just in case I want to do something or just because it's a kind of natural progression for me that we just add stuff to our plate anyway as the year progresses and for sleep it's really important to try and keep the simplicity dial down all the sort of superfluous noise and activity going on so I want to explain some really practical ways that I clear out in order to close down the year the first thing I do is I sit down and I think about anything that I've started in the year that I wanted to get into in the year or maybe I started for a bit but then I gave up on it so any hobbies any activities any projects and what we have a tendency to do is hang on to these things and tell ourselves that we will get to them later but actually it's it's very cluttering for the mind so instead it's much more helpful to be realistic and you know you tried it it didn't keep you engaged you didn't like it as much as you thought you would. If you had have done, you would have prioritised it. So be realistic about whether you will in fact get to it next year. If not, then clear out that half finished project from your home. Get rid of the project, clear out the equipment that you bought to do it or the clothes that you bought to do it or any other paraphernalia. Literally clear them out of your home, sell it, give it away, let it go, give the project to someone else. If you started any DIY projects that you didn't finish, pick up the phone call a tradesperson and get a date booked in for January when they're going to come round and quote to get it done for you. Next up, it's books and magazines that you haven't read or finished reading. So this is totally my weak spot. I like to have a few books on the go at once and sometimes I get halfway through one and I'm just not enjoying it. But for some reason, I feel compelled to stick with it. And so I keep them hanging around by the bedside when there's just no need. Right, I'm an adult and it's okay to stop reading a book that I don't like, even if it feels like I gave up on it. Same with magazines. If you've got them lying around, they're more than a few months old, be realistic. If you haven't read them now, you probably never will. Give them away, recycle them. If you subscribe to a magazine and you're way behind, cancel the subscription. That's going to save you money as well as time and energy. After that, you can tackle your inbox. Now, I'm definitely not suggesting that you clear out your inbox email by email. When you have a sleep issue, you have to conserve energy and that is going to be too big a task. What you can do really easily, though, that most of us don't do is find, say, five to ten emails that are from companies that you don't want to receive spam from anymore and unsubscribe. Or Even if it's not spam, but you don't read it, it takes seconds to unsubscribe but it's going to start to calm down your inbox as you go into the new year. And there's a lot of psychology, even if you're just deleting things when you go in, that's the psychology to me of actually having to do that. You're having to like weigh through it, delete it. Be realistic. You can very easily resubscribe to the majority of things. So if in doubt, unsubscribe. And then every time you open your inbox from then on, you won't see a load of stuff that you don't need. It won't drain your energy. So you want to get them down as much as you can. The next thing I look at is commitments. Again, because when you have a sleeper shoot, you want to conserve your energy where you can. So you want to limit the amount of things you're committed to. 
And most of us pick up commitments and we don't even realise that that's what they are. We just fall into the habit of doing things. It sticks and we kind of collect them. So it could be something that you agreed three years ago to do once as a favour for someone, but now you're still doing it. Or you've got into a groove of going somewhere that is long since kind of got boring, but again, somehow it kind of came a tradition or a habit. Look particularly for those activities and things that you feel like you have to do, but that you dread doing or you find boring or you procrastinate over. These are the types of things, again, that are going to drain your energy. Even if the actual act of doing them is relatively small, if you have to go through the kind of self-procrastination or the self-like wrangle in order to do it, all that's really energy draining. So I'm going to give you an example of something that I um, let go of. I used to do some voluntary work that in the beginning I found really fun really energizing but after a while it became quite draining because the circumstances had changed and it suddenly got a whole lot more complicated than it originally was but I felt obliged to carry on because it was kind of charitable work and I didn't want to let anybody down but when you have a sleep issue your energy is extremely precious and it's important that you don't exhaust it because this risks making the situation worse so for me for my health it was important to start letting those types of commitments go. And in the end, what happened was, I just wrote and said, I volunteered for X amount of time, I'm gonna just stop. And do you know what? They found someone else to do this stuff, no problem. And it just wasn't a big deal. And I, I was able to pick back up and volunteer in a different capacity once I fixed my sleep issue. The end of the year is a great time to rationalize your commitments because people expect change more at this time of the year than they do at other times. So there's likely to be less pushback. People kind of understand that you come into the end of the year, it feels like a closure kind of time. So it's a good time. So find two commitments that you want to release at the end of the year, email the person involved or drop them a text or go for a coffee, explain, you know, you've helped them out for X amount of time, but from January, you're not going to be able to do it anymore. And the final thing I'd suggest is look at your social media. So go through your feed and hide or unfollow anyone who used to be fun to follow but unfortunately maybe they've become a troll over the last year maybe they fill your feed with posts talking about you know immediate panic or global meltdown or maybe they've got a desire to use their social media to get angry about politics all of a sudden these type of posts can be triggers for anxiety and worry or irritation which you will be really really sensitive to if you feel tired a lot of the time now it's not harsh on those people you don't have to start any fights you don't have to announce that you're going to unfollow them you don't have to unfriend them you can just quietly hide their posts in your feed what about companies or famous people that you started to follow I don't know ages ago and now their content is just no longer relevant or it's not interesting so again unfollow those as well decide what you want the purpose of your social media feed to be it's supposed to be what you want it to be is it for catching up with family is it you know to go on instagram and it makes you laugh then take some time to pare back your feed so that it can meet that goal and avoid getting you worried or annoyed when you're looking at it so your action step for this week is to have a go at these five steps Take your time. It doesn't need to be done in a day. You've got a couple of weeks before the end of the year to get through them. And I want to stress, if you feel like doing some of this clearing out is somehow admitting defeat or giving up on stuff, 
please. It's not. It's about being able as an adult to change your mind, realize you didn't enjoy things as much as you did before, or, you know, just accepting it's changed. So it was fun and now it's not. You don't have to do them anymore because you want to prioritize something else or just because you want to create space. The goal of the exercise is to save your time and energy by moving stuff off your plate. And then if something new comes up and exciting in January, then you'll actually have the space to do it. Or you could just decide that you love the feeling of freedom that this exercise has created and you don't want to fill up your time and your inbox with new stuff. And that'll have a positive impact on your sleep too. All right, have a good week and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.